Welcome to the American Patchwork and Quilting Podcast, sponsored by Moda Fabrics, Baby Lock, The Electric Quilt Company, and Northcott. We have a terrific show filled with tips and tricks for you today, so let's get to it. Here's your host, Pat Sloan. Welcome to American Patchwork and Quilting's podcast. I am your host, Pat Sloan. Today I have a really fun episode where everybody I'm talking to are people that I work with a lot. Different businesses, different people within the business that I, uh, you know, sometimes daily chat with. So I think this is kind of fun to have you meet some of the people that I really love working with in the quilting industry. So we're going to start it off with the Orifil Thread Company, uh, which is a uh, Italian thread, uh, and I have the amazing, wonderful Aaron Sampson here, who is the creative director for Orphil USA. So, Aaron, thanks for joining Hi. me. Thanks so Hi. much, Pat. I'm really excited. I know this is so much fun. I have not, I've not chatted with you on here, although I think we actually do chat almost every single day online. Yes, so, <laughs> I know. So, when did you join the Orphil team? Um, it was back in February of 2016, so it's been about three and a half years. And uh, gosh, it doesn't seem like that long because it's it's great fun pretty much every day. So I I know, and the company has grown. Orfil, when I started working with them, it was Alex Farinelli and Elena Gregati, and that was pretty much it. You know, there was mm-hmm. not a lot of uh, more to the team when they were first coming and bringing the thread out to this country, to the, to the United States. Uh, so mm-hmm. when they started ramping everything up, it seemed to go quickly. How many are on your team now? Yeah, oh, my goodness. Um, it's changed so much just over the past couple of years. So I think mm-hmm. for Orisville USA now, uh, let's see. I want to say we have about six or seven. Oh, my gosh, maybe Mm -hmm. even eight. So when I first started, it was just um, in the U.S., it was just me and our social media and guild coordinator, Hillary Jordan. And since then, um, as you know, um, Elena has moved from Italy over to Chicago to really grow Mm -hmm. and build the U.S. presence. And we now have an office there. It's our, our U.S. headquarters. Um, and the team just keeps growing. You know, we have, we have an in-office team that's there every day and we're just doing the best we can to keep things growing, so. Yes. You know, one of the fun things is that you as a, it's an international team, being that Orifil yeah. is an Italian company, the main company's, uh, uh, people are Italian, but there's Americans, there's British on the team, and, and many of yeah. you live in, don't live near each other, like you live in Maine, yeah. the company office yeah. is in Chicago, in Milan, uh, yeah. how do you keep, how do all of you keep connected? I'm always curious about that, because it's fast moving. <laughs> it is fast moving, yeah, and I think, because we're all so spread out, um, I think these days we're just extraordinarily lucky that we have this whole tech world that we do. Um, we are constantly in contact. We are chatting via Skype. Um, our smaller marketing and creative team has regular video conferences so that we can plan things out for the week and get things moving. Um, we do have check-ins, uh, you know, with the team in Italy as well, depending on what um, what's happening that particular week? So we're just we're really lucky with how things go um, with all the messaging, the video conferencing. Yeah, the internet yeah. makes it it makes it possible. It's just I can't even oh, imagine how people crazy. worked without it. You know, across I know. Just time zones yeah. were crazy, let alone countries. I know. Well, I want yep. you to tell um, tell me a little bit 
about the types of uh, articles and things that are going on at the blog because uh, most people realize and know that I do the um, designer of the month series, which is every, which is just monthly, but you know, it's just one post a month on the 15th, but you have this entire array of, of types of series of posts. So tell me about a few of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously the mainstay is really the designer of the month. And I feel like we, we wanted to build the presence that we had from there because that's something that people come to and they, they know to look for it every month. So from there, we um, started building out some other series. One of the ones that we've been really excited about this year is our Thread Matters series with our um, new education team, the Or Philosophers. So it's a monthly series that um, delves into the thread from an educational perspective and really tries to help people understand, um, you know, what the different types of thread weights are really great for or share some tips and things like that. Um, we also do a ton of um, collection promo. So and that's something that I'll I'll work you know more closely with because I oversee the designer collections. So we'll do project showcases and short interviews and um, giveaways because everybody loves giveaways. Yeah, um, yes. Yeah. Get thread. Free thread. Everybody loves it. Um, but we're trying to also branch out and include some more guest posts from our designers and our Orphil artisans, um, including some book release uh, reviews. And um, kind of join in in a collaborative way with some of the other businesses to um, work together. We're doing a series this year with Olfa, and that's been really exciting. Um, and we're hoping to, you know, continue to grow that over the course of the year. And and you also have things like because the Aura Floss is used for some very particular things, you have a whole uh, yeah. group of cross-stitch type posts that show how the Aura Floss yeah. is used. We've been really fortunate to be, in particular, we've been working with a designer by the name of Susan Aki, and she just, she just absolutely loves the floss for cross stitch, and I think that she probably won't stop until everybody uses the aura floss. <laughs> we've been doing a lot more focus on cross stitch lately, and I think it's exciting because there's a real movement out there these days um, for cross stitchers, and you know, you're seeing a ton of patterns pop up. Um, it's something that I'm, I've been seeing more and more as I'm scrolling through Instagram. Um, so it's, it's fun to put that out there and get some tips and help people to get started. So we'll keep that going as well. We're going to have a whole new series coming up starting in July uh, that will be a, a cross-stitch advent, which uh, we haven't even talked about on the blog yet, but we're really <gasps> excited, and we'll have some news coming in the next couple of weeks. Yay! Um, and then we have another... another um, stitch along that will be happening later this year that we're also really excited about. We're, we're still pulling that one together. So lots and lots of cross stitch. And this is all on the Aura Buzz, A-U-R-I-B-U-Z-Z dot WordPress dot com. And so you can um, follow via RSS feed or you can sign up for the newsletter. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's a great way. The newsletter is actually, we're trying to build that as well. And we do have some uh, some unique content that comes out on the newsletter that's different from what goes out on the blog. So it's definitely a fun yeah. one to sign up for. Yeah. And now if you're going to the, the, the blog and you're trying to find, let's say, the cross-stitch series, if you just mm-hmm. do or you, or the thread matters, on the right sidebar you can just drop down by the select category um, and it'll open up and show you all the different topics. And so you can click a topic and, and go right to all of them that are in that series, which is super nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
So now when you're out, like if everybody, when they're on Facebook and Instagram and they, you know, have followed your feeds there, mm-hmm. they can see some amazing work by people. And so I'm really, really curious, Erin, have you ever seen, like, what is a piece that you've seen where you're going like, wow, I didn't know thread could be used like that. Or wow, thread was used <laughs> such an incredible way. That's <laughs> It's really, it's, it's pretty amazing. I feel like it's such an incredibly creative industry that we're in and I am, I am loud on a daily basis. Um, and as you know, you know, we always, we have recommended, um, uses for each weight, but we really love when we see designers push the boundaries and, you know, see something new that kind of makes you stop in your tracks. For me, that stop in your tracks, uh, type of project is, is a lot of the thread painting that we've been seeing oh, pop out lately. Yeah. Um, and there's some incredible artists out there that are literally using our thread kind of as a paintbrush and it's the illustrations are almost lifelike um, and it's really it's remarkable to see what could be accomplished just with with thread and fabric and it's it's a nice thing to go beyond um, you know the more traditional quilting and accessories and apparel to see that um, you know you're using it almost as a, a painter's palette so it's kind of fun that's a stop in your tracks type of use in my opinion Right. And I, and I do think when you see it, you're like, is that thread? You know, like, how did they yeah. do that? It's like. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Right. So, but, I, but really, I'm kind of allowed by everybody. You know, I, I scroll through <laughs> and the quilts that I see, it's just, it's unending. You know, this is, mm-hmm. is a remarkable industry filled with some really incredible artists. So. so if somebody is listening right now and mm-hmm. has used the Aurifil and maybe they've, they're, they're out participating in Instagram or Facebook, yeah. how do they let you know that they've used the thread so that you can reshare their photos if they want that? Yeah. Well, the best way and probably the most closely monitored, monitored is on Instagram just because they make the hashtag so easy. Mm-hmm. So if you were yeah. using Aurifil, just use hashtag Aurifil or hashtag mm-hmm. Aurifil thread. And those are, are closely monitored um, by our social media coordinator, Hillary Jordan. She's checking mm-hmm. through them every day. But Facebook is always a great option. Um, if you go to our website on the contact page, there's an email there for creativity. Um, mm-hmm. It's, you know, the designer contact. So if you could send an email even to creativity, um, and that comes directly to me. So there are a lot of ways that you can get that, that work out there. And we really love showcasing the things that people are making. So send us all the projects. And we love right. seeing what everybody's doing. <laughs> all the projects. Yeah. Send them all. That's like. Exactly. <laughs> so, so Aaron, we only have a short period of time left here, about a minute and a half. One of the things I just wanted okay. you to mention super briefly is the plastic yeah. neutrals that uh, Orphil yeah. has gotten involved with. And just give me a link to where they can read more. Okay. Well, um, the Plastic Neutral, um, we actually partnered with a company called The Plastic Bank, and they're a Canadian company that uh, works on two levels with environmental and social, um, and it helps to clean up plastics that are polluting our ocean while also providing jobs for people who are living in poverty. Um, we're really excited about it, something new that we did for this year, and we're just going to keep going. And you can go to our website, um, com. And under the About section, there's a page for sustainability, and you can learn all about what we're doing, what the Plastic Bank is doing, and kind of the the impact that uh, that they are making on the environment. It's really it's really pretty fantastic. Work yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it's it's you're a very proactive company that way, and I think people will be really interested to learn what what is available to have first steps to yeah. to save our to save our environment. So it's good. Absolutely. 
Yes. Yeah. And so Aaron, this is, uh, this has been so much fun to catch up and, uh, yeah. let people know what's going on at Orafil because there's always something tremendously fun. <laughs> we, we try to have as much fun as possible. So yes, you, know, you do. People, <laughs> come talk to us. You know, if you see anybody who's sewing with Orafil out in an event in your area, go check it out. Ask questions. Email us. Come see us on social media. I mean, there's so many different ways to, to keep in touch, and yeah. we just love hearing from you guys. So, and Pat, my goodness, I love talking to you. <laughs> Thank you. Everybody, check out orafil.com. You can just start there and find everything. I'm Pat Sloan. We'll be right back. Layer cakes, jelly rolls, honey buns, and turnovers. Oh my! Inspiration for your favorite Moda Fabrics pre-cuts are just a click away at the Moda Bake Shop. Search the vast catalog of free patterns by project type or by pre-cut. The Bake Shop chefs are also cooking up fun all year long to celebrate the Bake Shop's 10th anniversary with quilt-alongs, giveaways, challenges, and sewing tips. Visit modabakeshop.com for all the fun. Want to design your own quilts? Now you can with Electric Quilt 8 software. Design quilts, blocks, and import your favorite fabrics. Or use any of the thousands of designs in the library. Podcast listeners, take 20% off your purchase through May 31st, 2019 with code PODEQ8. That's P-O-D-E-Q-8. Get more info at electricquilt.com slash APQ. Welcome back to American Patchwork and Quilting's podcast. I'm Pat Sloan and continuing on with my fun show today where you get to meet all the kind of people that I work with. I want to tell you that I officially met my next guest when she walked into my trade show booth many, many eons ago, uh, Jennifer Keltner, and she is currently the... Um, She's a chief visionary officer for Martingale Books, which is the book publisher that I'm with, and she makes all the magic happen. But back then, Jennifer, I was in my booth, and you were with American Patchwork and Quilting. That's right. You have good memory. Yeah. It's a it was long a, time ago. It was. It was Atlantic City. Do you remember the Atlantic City? I do. City? I do. Who could forget? You could forget. Yeah. It was a, It was maybe one of the smaller shows, so we got to see each other a lot. We uh <laughs> Um, you know, we, when, um, when we work together, like all these years, you know, we've done some, uh, a lot of shows. You and I went to South Africa to teach, which was pretty amazing. And, uh, about the time that I changed publishers to Martingale, you also changed and came over there. So it's been exciting to be able to still work with you. It has been for me as well. I love working with you, Pat, and it's always a privilege. You know what I want to do is I thought it would be fun to do like a spin around Martingale because there are so many things that you have to offer that people may not realize what's everything. So it's like, like 20 questions or there sure. might not be, <laughs> there might not be 20, but I'm always curious because you have, uh, Martingale's been publishing books for a long time. Is there one author that you have done more books with over time? Like, you know, 
Well, I would say currently, uh, if you look at just our in-print books today, uh, Kim Deal is the author that has done the most books. She's done 17 books plus note cards, um, freezer paper and calendars and different things. But um, she's our current author with the most books. Yeah. You know, I, that's who I was going to guess because she's been with you probably, oh, like since the beginning, as as, I believe, yeah. Yeah, since I've been in business, been I think, yeah. Yeah. So, who is your newest author that you've signed on to publish their books? I would say the newest author is maybe Lynette Anderson out of Australia. She's got a book coming out next month called Lynette's Best Love Stitcheries, and lots of people know Lynette's name, but her first book with Martingale is coming out next month. Oh, I love Lynette. I love Lynette, and her things are just, they're just darling. Okay, so my question list here, hmm, how many countries are, do you have authors from? Well, again, if you sort of look at our, our current list, um, we represent quite a few countries, but I would say probably in the neighborhood of um, 17 or 18 different countries. We have not only authors from the U.S., but as in Lynette's case, Australia, Japan, Germany, Canada, France, the Netherlands, Italy, and um, probably maybe one of our younger authors was from the Philippines. Oh, well, gee, that's uh, I didn't know that, the Philippines. Yeah. Uh, there, yeah, there's quilters everywhere. You just have there to. Are. <laughs> now, there's another, real, you do several series, and so I thought we could talk a little bit about some of those, because one of the series that I've been involved with over the years has been the Moto All-Stars, the Moto All-Stars, and, you know, it has a specific um, sort of style, and there's also like an underlying purpose with that, so what is that right. series about? The All-Star series has been a great book of uh Moda books, the series of moda books that we've done, and they generally all focus on a particular theme. So we've done a couple. There was All in a Row and All in a Row Again, which were about row quilts. We've done um, books about using five-inch charm squares and two-and-a-half-inch charm squares or two-and-a-half-inch jelly roll strips. So every book is centered around some sort of theme. And then what I really love about the books is that they all have a component where the royalties from the book are donated to a charity. And each charity uh, for each book is a different charity. But over the years, uh, so far we have eight books in print for the Moda All-Star series. And we have a ninth one coming out in October this year that will be called the Moda All-Stars Mix It Up. And its uh, theme is about using cake mix and cupcake mix papers. But the uh, series of books so far have donated more than $50,000 to charity, which is a really cool thing, oh. I think, that quilters have helped contribute to. Uh, that is that is so cool. Yeah, and I love in, the back, in each book, either in the front or the back, it tells you about the charity that it's supporting. Um, right. So, so let's see, continuing on the series, you have the big book. Those have to be some of my favorites. They, how many of those are there? It seems like there's a ton. A baker's dozen. We have 13 yeah. of them. And, <laughs> again, they're generally based around a theme. But what makes them interesting, um, some of the topics have been the big book of baby quilts, the big book of Civil War quilts, the big book of little quilts, things like mm-hmm. that. And the thing that makes them interesting is that they're really a value uh, to customers. They usually have about 50 plus patterns in them, mm. and they are compiled from uh, quilts that have been, appeared in other Martingale books over the years. So if you're looking for a really good value, looking for a big book uh, based around the theme of your choice is the way to go. 
Yeah, I love them because you can just scroll through there. You've got a layer cake or you've got a, you know, a, a jelly roll and you want to find right. something. Yeah, you always find something. So are all of your books digital? Um, most of our books are digital. The only ones that aren't uh, digital have pattern templates that are too large to print mm. on a home printer. So mm-hmm. uh, I think we've all played that game before where you've printed <laughs> out multiple things and tried to tape them together and make something yeah. and it just doesn't work. So unless they, unless they have patterns too large to print on a home printer, we do have digital copies of all of them. Yeah. The other series that you have, um, which I find just to be so inspirational, are the books that actually don't have any patterns in them. Right. Um, we have a series of hardcover books that we've been publishing for the last, I'd say, four years, and we have um, six in in that grouping so far. And they range from Stitches to Savor by Sue Spargo to Minikin Simpson's Blue and White to a mm-hmm. book called American Quilt Treasures that features quilts from the International Quilt Museum in Lincoln, Nebraska. And then we also did one featuring the artist Yoko Saito through the years, and she's a Japanese quilt maker. And I really think of these as inspiration and eye candy. If you don't always have time to sit at your sewing machine and quilt, but you want to absorb beautiful images and just think about all the possibilities of things that you could make or things that you want to have on your bucket list or just dreaming about quilts, those are the books for you. Yeah. I always want to redecorate my house after I've opened one of those. (laughs) Me too. Me too. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> um, so you, the, the other um, fun thing is that Jane Davidson, my co-author for the Splendid Sampler, she and I did two Splendid Sampler books with you. How many other um, books do you have with dual authors? Um, we have about 20 uh, mm-hmm. authors uh, or 20 dual author uh, books currently. And um, I think it's always interesting when you have pairs of authors um, that you get a perspective of, of two different people who come together and bring something a little bit different, like you and Jane did with the Splendid Sampler. Our latest uh, one is a book that just came out this month called Sunday Best Quilts from Corey Yoder mm-hmm. and Sherry McConnell, and they sort of share quilts that are on their bucket list and things that they've always wanted to make, and they took a, an approach to it that was like a quilt they've always wanted to make for Christmas or uh, a scrappy quilt they've always wanted to make or, or a quilt that uses their favorite star block. So it wasn't always the same kind of theme, but it's really mm-hmm. interesting to see them interpret their own bucket list differently. So mm-hmm. it's always great for us to bring together two authors. Yeah, I I love that part that that perspective, and then people usually write in there little things from each other, so you get a sort of different flair to the to the book. Exactly, there's more than one right answer. That's what I love about it. (laughs) You also have an insider club. What is that? Well, the short answer is it's a book of the month club, but it's such a great deal. Um, Maybe it deserves a little bit more explanation. First of all, if you're a member of the Martingale Insider Club, everything is 35% off for the whole year. You also get a $40 gift certificate for free when you join that you can spend on the books of your choice. And then after that, we send you a discounted book every month from our newest selections, and you can change it or delete it or add to it before it ships. So the choice is yours. So we have some very uh, dedicated book lovers who participate in our Insider Club. Oh, I'm going to link everybody over to that so that you can check it out. Um, you also have an in-person event you've been running called Quilt Stock. Uh, what is that? That is correct. We are partnering with our friends at Moda to do the Moda and Martingale Quilt Stock event in Dallas. 
And this year, we still have a few spaces left for the event. It's July 31st through August 4th in Dallas, Texas, and it gives you classes with six top-notch teachers. There's uh, four days and five nights of fun, and the teachers this year are Lisa Bonjean, Lynn Hagmeyer, Barb and Mary from Me and My Sister Designs, Sherry McConnell, and Carrie Nelson. And if folks are interested in signing up for the event, we do still have a few spaces left. As I said, it's July 31st to August 4th, and they can call 800-426-3126 to sign up. That sounds like so much fun. All of those people are amazing. And they it all have books with time. you, right? Pardon? Do they all have books with you, all of them? Oh, yes, teachers? absolutely. They all have books with yeah. us, and they all have fabric lines with Moda. So yeah. it's a great combination. Yeah, very cool. You know, I thought we could, um, you know, it's like, it's like the year end. You know, you have calendars, and they are so amazing. What what goes into the calendars? You know, I know that there's calendar things, but the, how do you right. pick the quilts? Well, really, the, here's the key component to that. It has to be something that has a visual image that you would want to look at for 31 days. Right. And that's the key thing. I mean, again, we don't all have time to sit in our sewing room, but you want to have that calendar up in your kitchen mm-hmm. or your office, wherever you hang it, and you've got to be able to look at that picture and dream about, if I made that quilt or if I was sitting in that spot, what could I be doing? So mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the real key, plus great designers. Yeah. Yeah, I always I always get really excited when my quilt is in the calendar. It's like, yay, I get to be Miss July, you know. There you go. <laughs> oh, so we have about a minute, Jennifer. Is there something else you might want to tell everybody to be sure to check out? Well, I think it's just to really remember how to fall in love with a great book. I'm a big proponent, obviously, as a publisher of books, and I think that books are a way to dream uh, with your eyes open. So pick up your favorite book. Pick up a book on your bookshelf that you haven't looked at in a while. Pull it out. Use your sticky notes or your flags to mark the quilt you want to make. And um, if you're interested in being an author, you can look at shopmartingale.com. Scroll down to the bottom of the homepage, and there's a little uh, tab there that says Become an Author. And if you click on that, you can find out all about how to submit your own idea for a future book. Yeah, yeah. And and if you have one, don't be shy. Do it. You never know what could happen. You could be um the next book that's showcased on the blog. That's right. <laughs> the next big big author. That's could be right. Listening. Well, Jennifer, this has been this has been so much fun. Thanks for doing my 20 questions. I am so happy you invited me. It's always great to talk to you, Pat, and I wish you the best. Thank you. This is uh, American Patrick and Quilting's podcast. I'm Pat Sloan. We're going to take a little break, and then we'll be right back. My sewing machine is the heart and soul of my design process, and working on a machine that clicks with me makes it easy for me to create. That's why I use a variety of Baby Lock machines, especially the Crescendo. Baby Lock has thought through everything I need to have to create amazing quilts. I love that the control panel on my Crescendo is so intuitive and easy to use. Best of all, it's large enough to see clearly. The Crescendo's features remind me that everything Baby Lock does is for the love of sewing. Make your next quilt project a piece of cake using cake mix recipes from Moda Fabrics. 
This unique triangle paper is designed to work in conjunction with Moda's 10-inch square and 5-inch square pre-cuts that make baking a layer cake or charm square quilt easier than ever. Each pad includes enough sheets for each piece in your pre-cut stack, including a few extras for practice, plus a few simple block and layout ideas. Just mix with one or two Moda layer cakes or charm packs and you're ready to start stitching. Pick up ingredients for cake and cupcake mix recipes at your local quilt shop. Welcome back to American Patchwork and Quilting's podcast. I'm your host, Pat Sloan. So my sewing machines are made by Baby Lock. So this is my third guest today is Linda Baccini from Baby Lock, and she is the Director of Training and Education and Events. So Linda and I have known each other for quite a long, well, basically since I started working with Baby Lock, and she's been on the show before. So thank you, Linda, for joining me. Thank you, Pat, for having me again. It is so much fun to talk with you and uh, all of your listeners. You know, one of the things I thought we would do would be to really talk about what kind of education things uh, you're doing with Baby Lock that everybody can learn from. Because there's in-person, there's the videos, you have things that come out digital. Um, so, you know, one one of the um, great things is the in-person workshops. You know, we just did that one for the the uh, all the people who work with you, you know, the bloggers and designers. Um, how often are you doing in-person workshops at Baby Lock? Yeah, that is a great question. So, as you know, we have a wonderful facility that we call our Taconi Achievement Center because our it's, parent company is Taconi Corporation. It's gorgeous. And at it is it is state of the art, pretty awesome yes. place to work, and it's right across the street. I feel very fortunate that I get to spend a lot of time there. And so we have two different types of, I guess, educational events that we do. One type would be for our retailers. So mm-hmm. for a baby like retailer that sells our product, they really need to understand how to use it so they can teach their customers who buy products. So we teach our retailers. And then we also have events for consumers, and probably one of our most popular events is certainly within quilting, and that is our long-arm retreats, and they are held at least five times a year in addition to a software training. So I would say that between, and there's other ones that we also Mm -hmm. do, but that's very quilting relevant, I would Mm -hmm. say we probably are busy there 28 weeks out of the year. We have to share. (laughs) We'd take it all if we could, but 28 weeks of the year. Yeah, Yeah, it's a lot. that is a lot. I know that the few times that I've been there, you know, out to the facilities, that almost every time it's like, well, next week we're doing this, or we just finished that. So there's right. always a lot of ex- – now, how do they find – now, how do the quilters find out about the these classes that they can go to? Okay, so if your customers, if your uh, listeners are long-arm quilters and they are interested in learning about their long-arm machine, if you go to babylock.com, and I had to do this myself to search it. So you have to type in <laughs> Baby Lock Long Arm Getaway. Then all the dates for the year come up, but they come up independently. And so you can find that there. But I think probably one of the most, because I'm a quick person, like I want to know, mm-hmm. if if people are a part of our Baby Lock um, Facebook group or if they go to our Facebook group, you can ask a question and they'll answer it immediately. But we also have a new Long Arm 
a group for baby lock. And what's nice is that the woman who's the instructor that actually would be the one teaching somebody if they came to St. Louis, she's also the person that hosts our long arm page. So um, between that and the monthly webinars that Denise does on ProStitcher, we have a lot of touch points. Education is so important for us. It's one of the ways that we really feel that we can help bring value to our customers. And so if uh, if anybody has a question, we try to be very interactive. You can always ask a question on our website, too. So that's where our dates are mostly posted, but they fill up quickly. Just yes. going to say, everybody <laughs> wants to come and learn from the experts, right? That's right. And you actually let them um, work on the machine that they own. Oh, absolutely. We set up a system Same. for them that replicates right. exactly what they have at home. It's a big yeah. deal. Yeah, that's a big deal because, uh, you know, you won't, so you don't want to come in and use a machine you don't own at all. You know, you're going to use one that looks just like what you have at home. So that Absolutely. is so cool. Now, the other things, Linda, is you are doing fantastic videos. I mean, there's a lot of videos coming out. Can you just give me a flavor for the types of videos? And they're on YouTube. There, we have videos on YouTube, so Baby Lock does have a YouTube channel, and I would really recommend if you're an avid sewer or just like to even know what's going on with sewing, subscribe to our YouTube account, and that mm-hmm. way then those videos come directly to you. You'll get notice of it. But we also have a dedicated, what I like to call our a la carte channel. It's at sewathomeclasses.com. There's 804 videos that are on there. Mm. A lot of them are free. We like to think that if our customer buys a machine from us, they can go out to that site and get their lessons, some of their lessons for free. And then there's other classes that you can pay for. Uh, One of the things that we launched a couple years ago was a subscription model for people who really want to learn everything about it. And you can get a two- or four-year membership to what we call our love of knowledge, was essentially all of our SOHUM classes are available without restriction whatsoever. So all of those classes, and we're about ready to put up another 45 classes. We've been busy. <laughs> you, oh, my busy. gosh. That's a lot. I like the new ones or newish ones that you have on maintenance. I do. You know, we. so I work uh, with probably one of the uh, smartest guys about machines. His name is Doug Thompson. And a couple years ago, we started doing uh, videos called From the Workbench with Doug. And what's mm-hmm. cool about it is that, He really understands what customers need to know about their machines. And so they're little short videos. They're absolutely on YouTube. And and if nothing else, it's very entertaining to watch because Doug's a great guy. He's a great guy. So those those are fun, great ways of keeping your machine maintained. You kind of get the little technical side of things, which I think is kind of fun because most of the time you don't get to know that part. But that's Good, good information. Right. And other times you definitely need to know how to fix this, you know, this. (laughs) Right. Yep. You know what's really fun? I mean, I really believe in the quality of our products so much that it, it's difficult sometimes to say this to people, but a lot of times it's you. And in my case, yeah. sometimes it's even me. Like, I make mistakes, even though right. I know a lot about our products. So, you know, finding out how to set yourself up for success and having somebody explain the why is a big way of being able to learn as you go and uh, not make those mistakes so that you can just keep selling. I want to switch gears and talk about the um, the charities that Baby Lock supports because you always pick one, at least as long as I've been working with you. Every year there's a charity that you fo- you focus on. And this year uh, we got to meet the uh, founders of So Powerful, Jason and Cinnamon Miles. And tell me how, how did you – tell me what So Powerful is and how Baby Lock sort of got connected with them. 
You know, that's a great question. We love um, helping our retailers and people connect with others through sewing. And one of the best ways of doing that is to be able to partner with a really strong charity. And it's one thing to sew for people, but getting it out to them. So Jason and Cinnamon, the group's so powerful. I actually met them when they came by our booth at the International Quilt Festival in Houston last year. And uh, what they were really doing is coming by. And Jason was coming by and he said, hey, I just want to let you know, your machines are performing fabulously for us. And it's made such a difference in the lives of these, uh, this whole community um, that's in uh, Zambia. And so, you know, it, he, he dropped off his book. I went back to St. Louis. I started reading it. Mm-hmm. And as it turns out, kind of ran into them. People on my team or myself ran into them a couple more times. And we said, that's it. You know, we need to get involved. And so that's what we're doing. They're our, they're our charity for the next year. And we're super excited about that, that connection for us. And we're going to start uh, some sew-alongs for the purses, which are what um, the contribution is that we can give from here that goes over to Africa to support So Powerful. And that will be starting like in in September, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And so that, you know, what's nice about So Powerful, I really believe that they are making a tremendous difference for women you know, women and their daughters that, that live in that community in Zambia, and they do it through education and training. And there's a lot of integrity in being able to support yourself and your family. And so this is a way for the women to be able to learn a new skill that can benefit their community. Um, but, you know, a companion part of this is, you know, making sure that girls stay in school. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's such an impoverished community that things that we take for granted, which are hygiene items are not directly accessible. And so the women are sewing those items. The purses that are donated are a way for the girls to be able to discreetly carry those products, but it keeps them in school. They have to sign um, an intention form to stay in school, which has really helped um, those, those girls. And it will ultimately help that community because a strong education is key and able to lift yourself out of um, hopeless kind of situations, right? And so there's a lot of hope yeah. going on there, a lot of good things going on there. Yeah. I'm really excited to to work on this in the in the fall, and, and uh, it's going to be so much fun, Linda. It's going to be. It will like, be. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be yeah. good. And you guys are going to do some videos for it. So it's- Absolutely. We're going to be videotaping the how to make the purse video. They've got a great pattern that they've done mm-hmm. um, because we um, are efficiency experts when it comes to yeah. sewing. Uh, yeah. We are, we're making it a little bit easier and we'll be sharing that information with everybody. And hopefully, you know, when uh, baby lock retailer is sponsoring one of those sewing events uh, in the retail store and we're doing it in conjunction with national sewing month, I think it's a good way of everybody just chipping in together uh, to make a huge impact and a huge difference. They've got a lofty goal this year. It's so powerful. We are really hoping that Baby Luck retailers and customers can make a big difference in that. So I, I hope that your listeners um, keep an ear out for that because mm-hmm. it, it's a great way to be involved. And you can continue to do those at home. And, yes. uh, you know, if, if you've got local communities, which is the way that they've been really getting that um, charity or that mission of theirs off the ground, for several years now. So we're kind of getting into it after they've already been well-established. Yeah. So they're, yeah, they're well too, aren't they? Yes, they are. They're, then this is a well-established organization. This just this year will be all working towards uh, learning about them and helping them. So yay. Thank you, Linda. Yay, I know. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. So we have one, about one minute. Uh, tell me what you personally are sewing on right now. 
Uh, so I think I mentioned to you, I am, I am making a quilt a month, which is a lofty goal, right? So, <laughs> yeah. so right now I'm cutting out, I'm cutting out my June uh, quilt. It's going to be fun. I, I have a different person earmarked for each quilt that I'm making. And, mm-hmm. and I did this goal only so that I could force myself to get things done. I'm a goal driven person. So, mm-hmm. you know, different members of my family and shh, don't tell my sister she's getting a quilt yeah. for her birthday. I've got six <laughs> sisters, five sisters, so they won't know yeah. which one I'm talking about. But yeah, yeah a lot of, lot of sewing going on for me and quilting is where it's at for me this year. So. Well, thank you, Linda, the, for, for, uh, giving everybody some more information about how they can learn through Baby Lock and they can go to their uh, dealer and find out what's going on locally and, you know, for, for their community. So I appreciate it. Thanks so much, Pat. It's it's a great industry that we're in, and yeah. quilters do change lives, no doubt about it. So thanks so much yeah. for having me as a guest. I've enjoyed it. This is American Patrick and Quilting's podcast. I'm Pat Sloan. We'll be right back. want to talk for a minute about Baby Lock. They're passionate about sewing and they're the most knowledgeable group that I've worked with. They want to make all of our experiences successful. Baby Lock is wonderfully realistic when it comes to their machine lineup. They have a range of machines in various categories and a variety of features. If you don't need a certain function, you can just find a machine that fits you. And best of all, they include my designs on the new Solaris. Design your next quilt like the pros. Quilt designers Nancy Mahoney and Alice Blythe both use Electric Quilt 8 software to design their gorgeous quilts, and you can too. Get EQ8 and start designing just minutes after you purchase. Podcast listeners, take 20% off through May 31st, 2019 with code PODEQ8. That's P-O-D-E-Q-8. Get more info at electricquilt.com slash APQ. Welcome back to American Patchwork and Quilting's podcast. I'm Pat Sloan. And to finish out this show today, I wanted to share with you another amazing group of people that I work with. And I have the leader of the pack, and that is David Lochner of Benertex. He is the man who makes all the fabric flow over at the Benertex brand, and that is where my fabric is. So, David, thank you for being here. Uh, thanks, Pat. It's my pleasure. You know, I wanted to find out and uh, have you tell us a little bit about what Benertex is. You know, like first, like how long have you've been around a long time? <laughs> you, you've noticed my white hair uh, used to be brown when I started. But, uh, um, yeah, no, I've been in the industry for, for 25 years, and, and Benertex has been around since 1980. So we have wow. a, a long, rich history in quilting fabrics. When I first started in the industry, uh, Benertex was the first company that I worked with who gave me fabric to do projects for the magazines. So I have a, a long love of working with Benertex. Now, you have actually three kind of company names. Can you explain that a little bit? 
I'm sure that that kind of came around probably in the last uh, five to six years. Um, so we, the three brands that we have are Benertex, Canvas, and Contempo. And Benertexes are our traditional uh, brand, and uh, where we do kind of what people would normally think of as traditional quilting fabric designs, um, as well as basics. Um, and then Canvas uh, is, which again came around maybe five six years ago, does a little bit more uh, novelty type uh, types of designs. They end up doing a lot of different um, motifs that have uh, pearl on them or gold on them. And then the Contempo brand is uh, just what it sounds like. It's meant to to have more of a contemporary look. Um, it tends to be a bit brighter. Um, and sometimes that's where we, we do things that are a little bit more experimental or avant-garde. Mm-hmm. And, and people can find that name on the bolts. So, you know, if they're looking, it's all sort of under your umbrella. So they're, the quality is all there. It's, it's exactly. excellent. Yeah. yeah. You know, one of the fun things, David, is that at the last trade show, it, uh, it was Eleanor Burns' 25th year of designing fabric for Benertex. That's just crazy long. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Yeah. She's um yeah, she's been with us for twenty five years and she's done basically um without a break twenty uh, one one fabric line per year with us. So she really wow. she's done like twenty five different fabric lines. Yeah. And I think probably when we, we got our um we have it on, on uh, a lot of the different marketing pieces we have. We have it on my business card, the tagline fabrics for quilters by quilters. And mm-hmm. I think we started that off when, when we started uh, working with Eleanor Burns because, um, you know, b- before that, a lot of the f- quilting fabrics that were, uh, that were on the marketplace, were they were nice and they were designed by designers, but typically mm-hmm. people that were doing dress goods fabrics as opposed to people that actually knew about quilting <laughs> and liked to make quilts. Yeah. Right. Who knew what it looked like when you cut it up into two inch squares and sewed it back together? <laughs> uh, she's done an amazing job, uh, always creating like a whole event around each line. Um, yeah, so fun. I, mean, I, I think we, we all owe her a, a certain uh, debt of gratitude because she really has probably brought more people into the industry, I think, than uh, in, in terms of consumers and enjoying and learning how to how to make quilts than probably anyone in the industry. Maybe, yeah. maybe you're second behind now, but and, and catching, <laughs> but uh, but but she's been at it for a long time, and and uh, yeah. and we all appreciate her. Right. Now you work with a smaller set of designers named, uh, you know, quilters in the industry than some of the other companies. So like a lot of your lines are designed by your amazing in-house artist teams. Um, so do, do they, uh, how many lines are you putting out a year? Boy, the numbers have really gotten to be quite large. <laughs> um, at this point, we're probably putting out, oh, it's approaching a hundred lines a year. Mm-hmm. Um, which, wow. you know, the, 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 we're just, you know, the, the, the marketplace is demanding, um, a, just a wider variety of looks. And mm-hmm. so in the old days, we were probably doing big lines that, that, you know, would have as many as, um, 50 different SKUs in them. And, mm-hmm. uh, in today's world, we tend to do it a lot smaller, typically yeah. maybe 15 to 20 pieces per, per yeah. grouping. 
So one of the things I wanted to have you tell me about that that you've uh, kind of pioneered is the digital printing. Uh, so we have a couple minutes left. Can you just tell me what you do with the digital? Um, sure. So in the digital printing um, is pretty new to to fabric printing. Um, obviously, it, it seemed like it was going to be coming along since you end up seeing digital everything else uh, out there. Um, and the, I, a couple of years ago, I started doing some digital prints, and they looked okay, but they, and, you know, it was a little, little innovative for our marketplace, but it, they didn't look great. Um, mm-hmm. And it still can't quite do all of the things that we want it to do, but more recently, the equipment's gotten better, the, uh, the communication between us and the digital printer has gotten better, and we've been able to get um, some artwork done that we... I never could have dreamt doing in uh, the old-fashioned way. Um, right. A couple examples are Thomas Kincaid, um, the mm-hmm. painter of light. We're able to, to simulate um, his artwork really beautifully on fabric, as well as people like Jim Shore, Marsha Baldwin, and uh, Terry Redland, where you know they, they're doing true art on fabric. or art, They're doing true art. Mm-hmm. We're, we're recreating it right. on fabric. <laughs> It looks spectacular. I mean, some of those, like you said, you couldn't really get that feel on the printing that you do traditionally. Uh, but it, they're they're really looking good. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah we're we're proud of them. Yeah. So, do you have one little short fun story since you've been in this for so long? Something you can share? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how short, but sure, I'll I'll try with a. a um, when, when I started in this industry, um, in, in theory, I should have been a natural because I, I have um, Pennsylvania Dutch heritage, and I, I grew mm-hmm. up with a quilt on my bed that my grandmother had given me. And so, you know, I should have known a, a fair amount coming into this business. But I, when I joined the company 25 years ago, I, I knew nothing, literally nothing. <laughs> um, and as fortune would have it, uh, I, I had uh, a teeny office, as did uh, our head designer, Esther Zelensky, who had 40 years of experience, me with none, her with mm-hmm. 40. We both hated our offices, so we both sa- sat in the showroom across from each other every day. Uh-huh. And uh, when, when she had a free moment um, and she saw something that was interesting, she would stop me and she would show me and she would educate me. And uh, you know, so I owe her a, 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 a you know a lot of uh, a lot of thanks. Uh, and she worked with me for 25 years. She only just recently retired. Um, wow! One of the things that she did, she she stopped me one day and she said, "Take a look at this piece of blue fabric." Um, I looked at it and she said, "It looks way too yellow." And I looked at it and I said, "But it's blue." She, yeah. <laughs> she said, "Yeah, but but it's way too yellow. It's supposed to be it's supposed to be much greener." Mm-hmm. And I looked at it and I looked at it and I had no idea what she was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um and literally it took me 3 days to to see that the blue piece of fabric was too yellow. And that's how, you know, after 3 days I was able to learn the 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 most basic thing <laughs> about <laughs> art, which is the the cast and hue of of different colors. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> I think that 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 is so cool, though, that you had her to learn. I mean, I, you know, they people who are artists like that, they have a different eye for things. 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, right. it's so much fun. I have a, I have a finance background. I was Benner, Texas banker for, for 10 years before I joined the company. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, you know, working with artists every day is a joy, um, because I, I learn so much from them and their perspective on the world is so very different and it's kind of enriched my life in a, in a way that, uh, I never would have imagined. But David, this has been so delightful to have you be able to join me. I want to thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. And it's a pleasure working with you. Thank you, Pat. Oh, thank you. Everybody visit BetterTex at BetterTex.com. Super easy. I have some changes to tell you about for my podcast. American Patchwork and Quilting Magazine's editorial team, you've heard them many times here on the show, they are starting a new American Patchwork and Quilting podcast next week. It's an all-new show. It will be at the same time. If you're subscribed, you'll get the same subscription. What that means is this is my last show that I will produce and host for the magazine. Over the last 10 years, it's been my goal with this show to introduce you to incredible and passionate quilt makers across the world. People who are clever and funny and interesting. I've talked with those big superstars like my friends Jenny Doan and Tula Pink. I've also chatted with hundreds of uh, quilting authors, fabric designers, bloggers, makers of all types. We've learned about things in the industry like how needles are made, about batting, about thread. I've also talked with people who are not in the industry, such as the astronaut Karen Nyberg, who quilted in space, and school teacher Sarah Morris, who was had her students design and make barn quilts as a lesson. Each week for an hour, I chatted with several guests, and we talked about you know tips and tricks and super fun ways they quilt. I also enjoyed some repeat guests over the years, like Mary Abreu, who has a deep knowledge of sewing and works in a quilt shop, which brings that sort of other aspect to our chat. Nancy Mahoney, who has these incredible technical skills and has done everything in quilt making. And my good friend, Roseanne Kermis, she and I would deep dive into a single topic so you get to know a little bit better what what that is. But one of my favorite parts about this show has been in getting to know the backstory of my guests, the how and the why that they quilt. What is their story? And I really believe that everybody takes their story and they weaves it into their quilt. It's been my biggest joy to produce and host this podcast over the past years. I can't thank my guests enough. Almost 2,000 people have spent time with me. And I want to thank American Patchwork and Quilting Magazine for making all of this possible and the different sponsors over the years who have let this be an event. And I want to thank all of you, every one of you that listens with all of my heart uh, for being part of my podcast community. Some of you have been listening since the very first show, uh, almost 10 years ago. And a few, and some of you are new and you can listen to all the back ones. You know, going forward, I have so many projects I do that are not the podcast. I have many sew-alongs, I write books, and I have fabric, and I do all this online. So I would like to invite you to join me. You can find everything I'm doing at patsloan.com, and you can come to Facebook at my Quilt Along with Pat Sloan. My Instagram is Quilter Pat Sloan. And I'm on YouTube every Monday night with my fireside chat, which is super fun. So I'm looking forward to seeing you online and thank you once again for being here. 
Hi, all, and thanks for listening. If you love the American Patchwork and Quilting Podcast, please subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to rate and review the show. It helps other quilters find us. Have a creative week. Thanks for listening. Keep in touch. American Patchwork and Quilting is on Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram at All People Quilt. Email us at apqpodcast at meredith.com. Resources for this week can be found at allpeoplequilt.com slash podcast. And if you love the American Patchwork and Quilting podcast, please subscribe on your favorite podcast app for free. And don't forget to rate and review the show. It helps other quilters find us. Have a creative week. Thank you.